My name is John Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And welcome back, kiddos, for reading time. <laughs> um, I know I did say, I think last time, that I was going to try to focus on just one protocol at a time. But protocol number two is rather short. So, I'm going to include... Protocol 2 and 3 in this episode. And still, I don't think I'm going to take up the whole time. Um, We'll see. So, continuing on. Uh, Protocol number 2. It is indispensable for our purpose that wars, so far as possible, should not result in territorial gains. War will thus be bought onto the economic ground. Brought onto the economic ground, where the nations will not fail to perceive the assistance we give the strength of our predominance. In this state, things will put both sides at the mercy of our international agentor. Agentor? Agentor? Which possesses, possesses millions of eyes ever on the watch and unhampered by any limitations whatsoever. Our international rights will then wipe out national rights in the proper sense of right and will rule the nations precisely as the civil war of states rules the relations of their subjects among themselves. So it's been known for a very long time that um, that both sides of the Axis powers as well as the allies were funded by the same people, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, what have you. Um, this is in the same way, well, one, if, at least in terms of treason, if you were to aid the enemy, you would therefore be treasonous, right? You would only think so. Um, and this goes into, like, the category of wrong, uh, to me, I mean, worse so than this, but... In the same sense that somebody would be able to buy your debt from your debtor, if that makes sense. So we were indebted to the Federal Reserve banking system, right? The Central Bank of the United States. Well, in comes China, and I guess a few others. I don't know all the others, nor do I care, um, just because of, of how we came about our debt. But in comes China... And buys up, I think at the time it was like $4 trillion. I could be off on a number. It might be higher, like closer, maybe $8 trillion of our debt. And I want to say that that was back when we only had, I don't know, $10 trillion in debt. And so now we're indebted to China. And some of the shit that's going on right now, man. Oh, oh. In, in terms of the the uh, COVID passport, um, what was the what was the boycott that we had? That Biden just pushed out on. And there's a couple of other things that's going on with China right now that is just so blatantly obvious that we're we are um we're basically China's bitch, you know. But um anyway, when reading this, because of the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership was was a partnership with China, right, primarily. Um, and what caught my attention in this first paragraph was 
uh, our international rights will then wipe out national rights in the proper sense of rights and will rule the nations precisely as the civil war of states rules the relations of their subjects among themselves. So um, much like the TPP, which maybe this could be in reference to, uh, because it's talking about more so um, to make it an economic war rather than a physical, is, is exactly that, where, as I've talked about before, again, before reading this, right, and especially covering it now, but before reading this, I was talking about, and it's, it's this isn't from me, this isn't like I've, I, you know, discovered something that nobody else had, um, but that's what these international partnerships do, is that they overrule the law of the land, right, of, of those two countries, and make a new um, overrule in the partnership. So if we have a partnership with China in the Trans-Pacific Partnership, that, trans that TPP will now, whatever rules and regulations and, and guidelines and and um, regulations now overrule the Constitution. And that is exactly what they're saying in this first, first paragraph. So to continue on, the administrators whom we shall choose from among the public will, with strict regard to their capacities for servile obedience, will not be persons trained in the arts of government and will therefore easily become pawns in our game in the hands of men of learning and genius who will be their advisors, specialists bred and reared from early childhood to rule the affairs of the whole world. This is the shadow government, right? This is the new world order. This is the, the it's the wizard behind the curtain, right? As is well known to you, these specialists of ours have been drawing to fit them for rule the information they need from our political plans, from the lessons of history, from observations made of the events of every moment as it passes. The Goyim are not guided by practical use of, unpre of, unprejudiced, of unprejudiced historical observation, but by theoretical routine without any critical regard for consequent results. We will not need, therefore, we will not, therefore, take any account of them. Let them amuse themselves until the hour strikes, or live on hopes of new forms of enterprising pastime, or on the memories of all they have enjoyed. So, entertainment as a whole, right? The uh, entertainment industrial complex. Uh, funny, though, that they would also hijack that in order to push, um, you know, their narrative through the small seeds and time through with patience, um, you know, seeing that as a, uh, of a point of advantage, um, from them, let that play, sorry, for them, let that play the principal part, which we have persuaded them to accept as the dictates of science, in parentheses, theory. 
It is with this object in view that we are constantly, by means of our press, arousing a blind confidence in these theories. The intellectuals of the Goyim will puff themselves up with their knowledge and without any logical verification of it, will put into effect all the information available from science, which are agentur, that's how I was supposed to say it earlier, specialists have cunningly pieced together for the purpose of educating their minds in the direction we want. How interesting. Right? What are you seeing today? Right? What are you seeing? You're seeing um, <laughs> Joe Biden come out to say, to state, I believe in science. Right? Um, you're hearing people state quote-unquote facts about things like transgenderism and stating that they believe in science. But this more so goes in, in, in line with uh, what they claim in uh, climate change, right? But they'll, they'll totally dismiss the idea of global warming that they used to call it, right? Because that wasn't working out. Their 12 years, uh, they didn't, they weren't able, or maybe they got lazy. You know, we can't take out the idea that, you know, sometimes uh, they're human, just like us. And they get lazy, you know. Um, global warming wasn't, wasn't working. Um, it wasn't as an effect that they had hoped for. So now they went on to climate change. And now it's, we believe in science. Even though they don't have the science that actually backs it. Or at least enough of it to, um, to demonstrate what it is that they're trying to convey. Yeah, and it's so funny to hear them, especially the left, you know, who believe, as I keep saying, that a man can be a woman, and then they state, we believe in science. Oh, do you? Interesting. Uh, do not suppose for a moment that these statements are empty words. Think carefully of the successes we arranged for Darwinism, Marxism, Nishism. To us Jews, at any rate, it should be plain to see what a disinterest, disin the professionalism just exudes out of me, doesn't it? To us, at any rate, it should be plain to see what a disintegrating importance these directives have had upon the minds of the Goyim. I mean, they're just pointing out how foolishly these things are that they've pushed upon us, right? Through the same process, constantly, wave after wave, um, as I've said here, through Darwinism, I'm sorry, Darwinism, mm, Darwinism, Marxism, and Nietzscheism, along with all of the new shit that they've come up with in the past 50 years. It is indispensable for us to take account of the thoughts, characters, tendencies of the nations in order to avoid making slips in the political and in the direction of administrative affairs. The triumph of our system, of which the component parts of the machinery may be variously disposed according to the temperament of the peoples met on our way, will fail of success if the practical application of it be not based upon a summing up of the lessons of the past in the light of the present. In the hands of the states of today, there is a great force that creates the movement of thought in the people, and that is the press. So they 
always understood how important press is. The part played by the press is to keep pointing out requirements supposed to be indispensable to give voice to the complaints of the people to express and to create discontent. It is in the press that the, well, how about right there? To express and create discontent? What's going on right now, right? The trial of uh, Derek Chauvin and, and um, what happened with George Floyd? You know, I mean, on top of everything else, what what the BLM have been have been trying to do. But again, I mean, these people are not all all powerful, all powerful or all knowing, right? I mean, how long had BLM? I mean, you know, starting off with uh, what was his name? Something Brown um, over there in Ferguson. You know, and it just wasn't really catching on. Not until something so seemingly egregious as what happened to George Floyd, even though obviously some new information has come out, especially in discovery during this court case. But, you know, <clears throat> they had been, they hadn't really been getting it on um, with as much power backing it until now, um, until George Floyd and in what's going on in the, in the, uh, in the trial. It is in the press that the triumph of freedom of speech find its finds its incarnation. I am so terribly sorry for the fuck-ups that I've had in this episode, but I'm keeping it. I'll read it again. It is in the press that the triumph of freedom of speech finds its incarnation, but the Goyam states have not known how to make use of this force, and it has fallen into our hands. I don't know if I can necessarily say that I agree with that statement, um, as much as I'll, I'll say um, that we've dropped the ball as a whole. You know, I try to speak in, in that angle of generalities to, you know, say we. Um, you know, there's plenty of good people out there who would have never done this, who would have never dropped the ball. I mean, the, the author of the book that I'm reading right now, um, Bill Cooper, fucking dude, had balls you know, had a spine, had a gut, you know, um, an iron gut, you know, that and, and an iron will. And he was going to stand up for what he believed and fight for it and, and risk death, which is exactly what happened. You know, um, people like him would have never, ever uh, given up, you know, our God-given inalienable rights. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I, w I, I would like to be a lot like him in that sense because, um, you know, I know my failures. I know my weaknesses. And, uh, fuck, that must have been so hard for him. He had to send away his, his wife and child. You know, I want to say it was probably after he got ran off the road <clears throat> and lost his leg um, that... You know, that he sent him away, but fuck how hard that must have been for him. You know, he loved his daughter, loved her dearly, and uh, as well as his wife. And and he knew, you know, what was coming for him. And, uh, I mean, that's the type of shit that I think about, too. It's just like, you know, obviously, I think all parents kind of think, you know, what did I bring my kids into? But, you know, they're here, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever take that back you know I want them to be with me I want I want them to have always existed and there's nothing that I would ever change um I mean 
you know, if I could press a button and still have them exactly the same way as they are and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, dude, just thinking about the shit that he went through. But, you know, people, I don't want to necessarily say people like me, but I have to in a sense of understanding my weaknesses that I'll say, you know, in generalities, we, you know, we Americans group us all together and we did, we dropped the ball. Anyway, um, sorry, I'm trying to pick up where I left off. Discontinue is expressed. Through the press, we have gained the power to influence while remaining ourselves in the shades. Thanks to the press, we have got the gold in our hands, notwithstanding that we have had to gather it out of oceans of blood and tears but it has paid us though we have sacrificed many of our own people interesting they hadn't even gotten to um i mean if this is if this is you know who i think it is which is the rothschilds and they're coming from this stance of you know being jew uh they had this isn't this isn't 1944 yet you know or the 19 late late 1930s early 1940s you know this is before that this is i mean according to what we read in the beginning of this they say the 1700s you know what shit went on then i don't remember hearing too much about um jews having gone through you know some bad shit but, you know, this is before World War II. And again, this is, you know, it's always something that I point out about it not being, this isn't a Jewish conspiracy in the sense that it's all Jews, right? This is a group of assholes who just so happen to be Jewish and use that, I guess, to some advantage that they think they have. Um, and yeah, they, uh, they even admit it here, but it has, it has paid us. Though we have sacrificed many of our own people. Fucking foreboding um, to what they're, they were going to do. You know, six million Jews. I highly doubt. I mean, depending, you know, I believe that to be the number. I know that there's people out there that don't believe the number to be that high. Some don't even believe it happened at all. I don't subscribe to that. I believe it was, what, six to eight million, I think is the number. Um... I highly doubt that those six to eight million people were like, you know what, we're gonna, we're we're with this plan, um, you know, we're we're willing to. It, you gotta understand, they weren't just like taken and thrown into an oven. I don't know if people don't know the history <laughs> behind it. They were it was slave labor. I mean, many many of them were slaughtered in the street. There was a whole development um, up until you know they were thrown into ovens or thrown into gas chambers or, you know, um, executed and thrown into mass graves. Uh, you know, you, you'll hear, um, what's some of the shit that just came out? You have, uh, what's her name that I, I talked about? Um, Karana, Gina, Gina Carano, who talked about, you know, how they labeled Jews. The, the life of the Jews in, in Germany was, slowly well i mean you know it was pretty quick over you know just a just a little less than a decade 
Um, but, you know, initially, it was, you know, slowly stripping away their rights and making it so that people hated them. When, when they make these arguments, I mean, Dave Smith, who is Jewish, same with uh, um, Ravi, what is it, Goldstein? Um, from part of the problem, they keep bringing up, you know, what the uh, Libertarian Party in, in Kentucky tweeted about, you know, re referring to the Golden Star because of uh, the COVID passport. Um, you know, there's been a lot of people who've made, and I mean, obviously, you have the left and, and their ridiculous claims that Trump was Hitler, the same as Hitler, and then worse than Hitler, and, and um, you know, shit like that. Uh, they're wrong. They're, they were so terribly wrong. But now you see, you know, a lot of shit that's very similar to what Jews went through back in the day of, uh, you know, classing them out from everyone else. Um, so anyway, I mean, that's a long tangent away from essentially what they're saying here. Each victim on our side is worth in the sight of God, a thousand going. That's the end of protocol number two. I'll read that those two last, um, sentences, of it. but it has paid us though. We have sacrificed many of our own people. Each victim on our side is worth in the sight of God, a thousand goyim. I can tell you right now, whoever wrote this doesn't know where to fucking put in some commas. Although my wife would say that I like to use commas too much. And so I don't have her proofread any more of my work. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, what a, uh, what, what a fucking, what is that, delusion of grandeur that these fuckers had, you know? Because like I just said... I highly doubt that those six to eight million Jews that died um, were like down with this plan. You know, I'm, I'm I'm certain they would have gave these people the fucking finger to had to have lived that way, you know, um, for years, you know, slave labor, starving to death, um, watching their women be raped and their, their kids be killed and uh, parents be killed. Oh, no, no, the, uh, these fucking people that that did this uh they can go fuck themselves you know and uh i uh <clears throat> i believe that those people that that died would uh <laughs> would would agree with me so that's the end of protocol 2 on to protocol 3 today i may tell you that our goal is now only a few steps off there remains a small space to cross and the whole long path we have trodden is ready to now close its cycle of the symbolic snake by which we symbolize our people. When this ring closes, all of the states of Europe will be locked in its coil as in a powerful vice. Wow, man. And what is Europe in now? The European Union, right? Excuse me. Um, where was I just seeing? Was it Amazon? There is a um, there's a symbol that's been going on for a long time, and I'm not going to pretend to know every aspect of it, but um, it's basically the circle, which looks like a snake, that's eating its own tail, and that has always been a um, <clears throat> symbol of the Illuminati. It hasn't been one of the largest, um, not necessarily, uh, because you know you'll have the the all-seeing eye of Amun-Ra or um, or, wait, is that the Eye of Horus? Fuck, I'm getting all my shits mixed up. My shits? Or the um, 
Freemason G with the, um, what are they called? Squares? Golly, I can't think of words. You know, basically making a diamond around it. Um, the pyramids, you know, these, these symbols um, have been a little bit more popularized because they've been in the mainstream entertainment industry. Um, man, I want to say it was Amazon. Amazon could be off. I'm pretty certain it's Amazon. Now has a circle that has a little niche out of it. And I don't think it completely connects or connects, but it, you can still see that's essentially this snake eating itself and a number another symbol of the illuminati and uh they're talking right here about um the european union the constitution scales of these days will be shortly will shortly break down for we have established them with a certain lack of accurate balance in order that they may oscillate incessantly until they wear through the pivot on which they turn. Excuse <coughs> Ooh. The Goyim are under the impression that they have welded them sufficiently strong and they have all along kept on expecting that the scales would come into equilibrium. But the pivots, the kings on their thrones, are hemmed in by their representatives who play the fool, distraught with their own uncontrolled and irresponsible power. This power they owe to the terror which has been breathed into the palaces, as they have no means of getting at their people into their very midst. The kings on their thrones are no longer able to come to terms with them and so strengthen themselves against seekers after power. We have made a gulf between the far-seeing sovereign power and the blind force of the people, so that both have lost all meaning, for like the blind man and his stick, both are powerless apart. In order to incite seekers after power to a misuse of power, we have set all forces in opposition to one another, breaking up their liberal tendencies toward independence. Yeah, this is, see, this is like a classical liberalism that they're talking about. To this end, we have stirred up every form of enterprise, we have armed all parties. We have set up authority as a target for every ambition of states. We have made gladiatorial arenas where a host of confused issues contend. And then there's like a dot, dot, dot. A little more and disorders and bankruptcy will be universal. Hmm. Babblers, excuse me, babblers, inexhaustible have turned into oratorical contests the sittings of parliament and administrative boards. Wow. Um, <laughs> lost train of thought there. Babblers inexhaustible have turned into oratorical contests the sittings of parliament and administrative boards. Bold journalists and unscrupulous pamphleteers daily fall upon executive officials. Abuses of power will put the final touch in preparing all institutions for their overthrow, and everything will fly skyward under the blows of the maddened mob. All people are chained down to heavy toil by poverty more firmly than ever they were chained by slavery and serfdom. This has kind of been something that uh, has been, was, was kind of like a, I don't want to call it a theme, concept from like 
I don't know, the late 90s. So kind of like the Matrix kind of talked, you know, touched on it to a degree. Um, obviously, you know, in in their story, it was, you know, the turning of us into literal batteries. But this is a sentiment. This has been a sentiment, um, you know, from the late 90s until I'd say probably the early teens, 20 teens, right? Um, that you know, the lives that we live is, I mean, it's just a fantasy because of all the entertainment and that we're truly slaves um, worse than before. But I mean, obviously, uh, I would I would argue uh, with that um, in the sense that um, it isn't. You know, we, we, although our choices have dwindled, our rights and our liberties have dwindled, um, we still have them. From these, one way and another, they might free themselves. They could be settled with, but from want, they will never get away. Yeah, all right. So, you know, these people understand. And I don't know if they understand it to the degree that I think I understand it or I believe that I understand it, which is there's always the factor of want. This is, I've talked about before, when it comes to people like Sam Harris or Peter Joseph, more so Peter Joseph because he he's actually he was actually trying to push for this like utopian ideology of the world and, and what he thought that he could bring to, to everyone. And what he will always stumble on, what he will always fall to is man's want. This is also why you have um, socialism that will never, ever work because of the factor of human beings want flat out i'm glad that uh not that i'm glad of anything that they do or did in these meetings but at least that you know this is here for you guys to to hear hear and see um to, 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 to. but from want they will never get away we have included in the constitution such rights as to the masses appear fictitious and not actual rights. All these so-called people's rights can exist only in idea, an idea which can never be realized in practical life. What is it to the proletariat laborer, bowed double over his heavy toil, crushed by his lot in life, if talkers get the right to babble, if journalists get the right to scribble any nonsense side by side with good stuff? Once the proletariat has no other profit out of the Constitution save only those pitiful crumbs which we fling them from our table in return for their voting in favor of what we dictate, in favor of the men we place in power, the servants of our agentur. Republican rights for a good, sorry, for a poor man are no more than a bitter piece of irony. For the necessity he is under of toiling almost all day gives him no present use of them, but on the other hand robs him of all guarantee of regular and certain earnings by making him dependent on strikes by his comrades or lockouts by his master. So they're not talking about, I don't know if you've noticed this, for as many times as I've, I've read it in this, they're not talking about the United States Constitution. They're talking about, they're, they're, this is supposed to have taken place in Russia, 
right? And you'll see in certain words. I mean, this is translated into English, and you see him talking comrades, um, proletariat, right? This is not, this isn't the United States, just in case you were thinking that it was. Um, anyway, uh, the people under our guidance have annihilated the aristocracy. Aristocracy? Aristocracy? Here's that fucking word again. Aristocrat. Aristocracy? Aristocracy? Hmm. People under our guidance have annihilated the aristocracy. Aristocracy. Fuck me running. I just got it, guys. Aristocracy. Did I just fuck it up again? Did I just lose it? Aristocracy? <laughs> fuck. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to listen to this episode because I said it right. Aristocracy. Fuck yeah. Aristocracy. The people under our guidance have annihilated the aristocracy. <laughs> aristocracy. Who were their one and only defense and foster mother for the sake of their own advantage, which is insepar inseparably bound up with the well-being of the people. Nowadays, with the destruction of the aristocracy, the people have fallen into the grips of merciless, money-grinding scoundrels who have laid a pit pitiless and cruel yoke upon the necks of the workers. Yoke always fucked me up because I thought it was like the yoke of an egg. It's not. The yoke is like a... Uh, it's the pulling mechanism that they put on ox and, I guess, cattle, right? And horse and whatnot, or donkey to pull the uh to pull the um fuck what's that thing digs up the ground when you're farming that's a yoke we appear on the scene as alleged saviors of the world from this oppression when we propose to him to enter the ranks of our fighting forces socialists anarchists communists to whom we always give support in accordance with an alleged brotherly rule of the solidarity of all humanity, of our social masonry. Fuck. If I don't know that there's been a more important or applicable um, sentence in this entire fucking thing as what's going on today. This was wrote over 120 years ago. Or over 100 years. Yeah, 120 years ago. Right? According to this book, it's saying back in the 1700s. I don't know if it went that far back. I think that that could be, I think that's off. Um, I think it's it's like late 1800s. Um, yeah, late 1800s. And right there, they're fucking telling you that they these are the vehicles that they were always going to use. The social, socialism, anarchism, and um, communism. Anarchism, anarchism has like different flavors, right? Um, I mean, I, I know they'll say the same about socialism and communism, but anarchism has some different flavors in there. You know, uh, not all anarch anarchists are assholes by any means. Um, I met quite a few good people, you know, uh, certainly people that I'd like to sit down and discuss, you know, kind of viewpoints and whatnot. Um, but extremely important um, what I just read about them essentially saying that they're always going to use socialism and communism. Why? Because of the solidarity of all human being or all humanity that they were going to argue, 
right? That they were always going to come in as these saviors um, because, you know, we have this solidarity as, as uh, humans. The aristocracy, fuck, I am so proud of myself for being able to say that word now. And I figured it out all on my own, like a big boy. The aristocracy, which enjoyed by law, the labor of the workers, was interested in seeing that the workers were well-fed, healthy and strong. We are interested in just the opposite, in the diminution, the killing out of the goyim. Our power is in the chronic shortness of food and physical weakness of the worker because... By all that is all that this implies, he is made the slave of our will, and he will not find in his own authorities either strength or energy to set against our will. Hunger creates the right of capital to rule the worker more surely than it was given to the aristocracy by the legal authority of kings. By want and the envy and hatred which it engenders, we shall move the mobs, and with their hands, we shall wipe out all those who hinder us in our way. Interesting. Sounds a lot like Antifa. When the hour strikes for our sovereign lord of all the world to be crowned, it is these same hands which will sweep away everything that might be a hindrance thereto. The Goyim, they're not talking about Jesus. They're talking about, um, well, I believe they're talking about the devil. Yeah. Um, the go and I'm not talking about all Jews. I'm talking about the synagogue of Satan. I'm talking about the Rothschilds, Rockefellers. They're all Luciferians. Now, obviously, I, well, I don't know if I could say obviously. There's been some that have broke off, so I can't say technically every last one of them. But you know, the big bad families, um, Rockefellers, Rothschilds. Um, you know that are that are doing this, that we're behind it. The ones that are are uh, control of the the um, central banks across the globe and and uh, the Federal Reserve and what have you. That's what I'm talking about. So anyway, uh, yeah, they're all Luciferian. The Goyim have lost the habit of thinking unless prompted by the suggestions of our specialists. Therefore, they do not see the urgent necessity of what we, when our kingdom comes, shall adopt at once. Namely this, that it is essential to teach in national schools one simple, true piece of knowledge, the basis of all knowledge, the knowledge of the structure of human life, of social existence, which requires divisions of labor, and, consequently, the division of men into classes and conditions. It is essential for all to know the owing to difference in the objects of human activity, there cannot be any equality. That he who by any act of his compromises, a whole class cannot be equally responsible before the law with him who affects no one but only his own honor. The true knowledge of the structure of society, into the secrets of which we do not admit the goyim, would demonstrate to all men that the positions and work must be kept within a certain circle, that they may not become a source of human suffering arising from an education which does not correspond with the work which individuals are called upon to do. After a thorough study of this knowledge, 
the peoples will voluntarily submit to authority and accept such position as an appointed them in the state. In the present state of knowledge and the direction we have given to its development, the people, blindly believing things in print, cherishes, thanks to promptings intended to mislead and to its own ignorance, a blind hatred towards all conditions which it considers above itself, for it has no understanding of the meaning of class and condition. Fuck, there's a lot to break down there. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the shit that they're doing in schools, right? Higher education, certainly. They want to put everybody into certain classes. Oh shit, I'm actually going to make an hour with this. Put everybody into classes. And, um... Sorry, I was just thinking, how late can I stay up? I still got to work out after this. Fuck. Back and buys today. Um, yeah, there's a couple of things that I kind of, as I was reading it, I was like, oh, I want to talk about this, but fuck, there's, there's a, a lot to all of the thing. I mean, all of this shit's coming to fruition. I know that's kind of just like an easy way out, but I mean, truly all of this is coming to fruition, um, you know, and what they're doing in higher education and now what they're doing in, in, um, you know, K through 12. In the public schools, and not only the public schools, they have a hand. I mean, there is a, a what is it called? A curriculum that must be taught in each state, which essentially is you know federal, um, or a federal standard to teach all kids. And and in the federal government came through. It was only supposed to be through states, um, but you know the the federal mandate came through, which now we know is Common Core, and now all. All, I, I believe all states are a part of it. Um, you know, all kids have to learn Common Core, which if you've heard or maybe you don't know much about it or whatever, just let alone the math is so retarded. Um, oh, fuck. It would, excuse me, take, take the time to just watch a video on Common Core or at least somebody making fun of Common Core. There's a dude, I might have talked about this before, who made a video of a lady breaking down, um, multiplying, I think it was like 40 times 70 or something like that. And he like set a timer and she went and like they, he and this, this person in the video started at the same time. He did the problem, came out with the correct, you know, answer. And then he went off to like, make a I think he made a sandwich I think he did some laundry or started some laundry I want to say like I don't know went to the bathroom probably took a sh I don't know if he necessarily took a shower but whatever the the point of it was it takes forever and it's stupid to have to do you know common core math and when how we all were taught you can get it done within seconds if you don't know who Nate Bargatze is, um, he's actually from Tennessee, friends with Louis J. Gomez from the Legions of Skanks, um, in which Dave Smith is a part of. Uh, didn't know this. They they uh, they started or did some worked with Compound Media for a while, who Anthony Acumia started, which is also where Gavin McGinnis came from. So anyway, that's a long story. Nate Bargatze, who's a comedian, you should check him out. Nate N A T E. Bargetsy, don't ask me how to spell it. It just starts with a B and then an A and an R. Type that in, you'll find him. He has a part 
on it or a, a bit on common core and it's so fucking funny um so go check his shit out and you'll see what i'm talking about but um yeah fuck i just i think i just lost train of thought um but no i mean it's it's what they're doing they they're changing they're changing education um to to further indoctrinate us right and uh and seemingly now to really divide us up and uh even as it says here um a blind hatred towards all conditions which it considers above itself for it has no understanding of the meaning of the class and condition yeah what a lot of these kids come out i mean they all hated trump right they were all taught by the professors to hate trump um and that trump supporters which now we have the covid passport that's coming out to make a two-class system you know it's just fucking wave after wave mound after mound this hatred will be still further magnified by the effects of an economic crisis which will stop dealings on the exchanges and bring industry to a standstill we shall create by all the secret subterranean methods upon open to us and with the aid of gold which is all in our hands a universal economic crisis whereby we shall throw upon the streets whole mobs of workers simultaneously in all the countries of Europe. These mobs will rush delight, delightedly to shed the blood of those whom, in the simplicity of their ignorance, they have envied from their cradles, and whose property they will then be able to loot. Whoo, buddy. Now, I know that the, the stock market crash of what, the, was it the teens or the 20s? When did the stock market crash? early 30s i just i just spanned like two decades um i know that that happened after this came out right and that happened mostly in the united states happened in other parts of the world too but apply this what i just said to what's going on now a worldwide economic crisis here you have covid you know um these mobs will rush to light delightedly to shed the blood of those whom in the simplicity of their ignorance they have envied from their cradles and whose property they will then be able to loot what just happened this past summer you know um blm leaders have come out to state that if Derek chauvin does not um get found guilty and i know that's a very layman way of saying that of the death Oh, excuse me. Of um, George Floyd, and they're going to loot. They're going to riot. They're going to riot anyway. Hate to break it to you, but it's because of shit like this, right? You know that uh, BLM has been funded by George Soros, right? Um, who was it that I was just watching the other day? They brought up the George Soros video of him gleefully talking about how happy he was when he was turning over Jews to the Nazis. Yeah, that's the type of shit that's going on. Um, so applicable to today ours they will not touch because the moment of attack will be known to us and we shall take measures to protect our own so they'll give the order and they'll be safe tucked away we have demonstrated that our progress will bring all the goyim to the sovereignty of reason our deposit our despotism our despotism will be precisely that for it will know how by wise sever severities to mm, pacifism 
<laughs> I hate these words so much. Basically pacify, pacificate all unrest to cauterize liberalism all of, out of all institutions. I fucked that whole paragraph up. Let me do it again. We have demonstrated that progress will bring all the goyim to the sovereignty of reason. Our despot despotism will be precisely that, for it will know how by wise severities mm, to pacificate all unrest, to cauterize liberalism out of all institutions. If you read this, you'll come across that paragraph and you'll be like, oh yeah, fuck, use, use for real. These are hard. These are hard fucking words. <laughs> or at least to say out loud. Like I can read it and be like, oh yeah, I, I see that. But fucking my mouth isn't working. When the populace has seen that all sorts of concessions and indulgences are yielded, it in the name of freedom, it has imagined itself to be sovereign lord and has stormed its way to power. But naturally, like every other blind man, it has come upon a host of stumbling blocks. It has rushed to find a guide and has never had the sense to return to the former state and it has laid down its plenipotentiary, plenipotentiary powers at our feet. Remember the French Revolution, to which it was we who gave the name of great. The secrets of its preparations are well known to us, for it was wholly the work of our hands. Ever since that time, we have been leading the peoples from one disenchantment to another, so that in the end they should turn also from us in favor of that king despot of the blood of Zion, whom we are preparing for the world. At the present day, we are, as an international force, invincible, because if attacked by some, we are supported by other states. It is the bottomless rascality of the Goyim peoples who crawl on their bellies to force, but are merciless towards weakness, unsparing to faults and indulgent to crimes, unwilling to bear the contradictions of a free social system, but patient unto martyrdom under the violence of a bold despotism. It is those qualities which are aiding us to independence. From the premier dictators of the present day, the Goyim people suffer patiently and bear such abuses as for the least of them they would have beheaded twenty kings. What is the explanation of this phenomenon, this curious inconsequence of the masses of the peoples and their attitude towards what would appear to be the events of the same order? It, it is explained by the fact that these dictators whisper to the peoples through their agents that through these abuses they are inflicting injury on the states with the highest purpose to secure to secure the welfare of the peoples the international brotherhood of them all their solidarity and equality of rights naturally they do not tell the peoples that this unification must be accomplished only under our sovereign rule so if i'm getting this right um this is the this is the idea of no borders right um, how is that? What were they stating by uh, Antifa? No borders, no walls, no USA at all. Right? Yeah, I think that's it. Huh. 
and thus the people condemn the upright and and acquit the guilty. Persuaded ever more and more that it can persuaded ever more and more that it can do whatever it wishes. Thanks to the state of things, the people are destroying every kind of stability and creating disorders at every step. Okay, this is a pretty fucking important uh, protocol. This is the second fucking sentence that I just read, not in a row, um, that is incredibly applicable to today. I'll read it again. I mean, a couple of these others are pretty fucking important. Maybe I didn't uh, spend as much time on them, but holy shit. And thus, the people condemn the upright and acquit the guilty, persuaded ever more and more that it can do whatever it wishes. Thanks to this state of things, the people are destroying every kind of stability and creating disorders at every step. What is Black Lives Matter and Antifa and the left making George Floyd out to be? A saint, right? Fucking dude put a loaded gun to the belly of a pregnant lady whom he was robbing with, what, two or three others? And yet he's a saint. He was in a porn. Again, I don't think we should be able to legislate if adults want to participate in porn or watch porn. But it should still be looked at as uh, immoral, right? Um, he was obviously into doing drugs. Again, same thing, but it should be seen as uh, not all drugs necessarily, but uh, we're talking fentanyl. We're talking some serious shit. Um, and because of the black market that it's in, especially today, very fucking immoral. Uh, did he ever sell drugs? Maybe. I don't know. I can't, I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, or at least with him. There's some other shit that he did. I can't remember all of it. But certainly not a saint is my point with this guy. And uh, not that I'm saying that Derek Chauvin is upright and that he should be con uh, condemned because he's upright, if that makes sense. Um, but certainly acquit, acquit the guilty. Right, and uh, they're trying to condemn all, all police, which, in this in this country, especially for the last, I don't know, I'd say another hundred and twenty years or however long the police have been a thing, um, which I think I broke that down when one day I think it was like one hundred and seventy years, but I could be off on that. Um, you know, the left is trying to condemn them as a whole. You know, I've had my issues with, uh, you know, police, but more so when it comes to the law. Um, but they're trying to condemn them as a whole. They're trying to... What's another thing that they like to condemn, right? Christians. Yeah? The upright. If we're talking about condemning the upright. Condemn the upright and acquit the guilty. Remember what they were saying about MS-13? Remember that shit? Um, I only got five minutes left. Oh, not, not too many more paragraphs. All right, I'll finish this off. The word freedom brings out the communities of men to fight against every kind of force, against every kind of authority, even against God and the laws of nature. For this reason, we, when we come into our kingdom, shall have to erase this word from the lexicon of life as implying a principle of brute force which turns mobs into bloodthirsty beasts. These beasts, it is true, fall asleep again every time when they have drunk their fill of blood, and at such times can easily be riveted into their chains. But if they be not given blood, they will not sleep and continue to struggle. So they can call upon them whenever they want, and they just have to uh, give them their fill.
that is the end of protocol three. So on a nice little uh, Wednesday night special, you get two protocols of one. I hope you enjoyed them. I hope, <laughs> sorry for the fuck ups, <laughs> but, uh, and I'm, uh, yeah, until next time. How about that? Uh, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be liberal.